I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I feel like we need a, a jingle or a, a music well, intro no one jingles We haven't music, got anything yeah. Right, we're back again uh, It's Sunday And yes, we don't normally get podcasts on a Sunday But if you haven't heard the last podcast Where we're talking about some of the, the big footballing talking points That generally wanted to come out of our mouths mm-hmm. We've made an announcement That we're going to try and have two podcasts on Great Touch for a Big Lag now And also, that the, the name is up for grabs. We need to hear from people. We need to know if they want to, if they feel like we could maybe rebrand this, maybe make this work for us in a, in a different way. Again, we'll, we'll chuck out some vague ideas so far. It, it's life in football, football in your 30s, football at 30. Um, I like f- football meets life, football, football versus meets life. life. I yeah. quite like. Um, so, what this one's going to be about is just about. Uh, the week that we've had, our friendship, maybe Craig, what we're like as people, what we're like as lads, uh, little observations in life that we mm-hmm. have. And uh, we want you guys to get involved as well, which you can do. We're uh, live on YouTube right now, so that video will be available to watch like once, once we're not live. Stop doing that three times. One sec. Sorry, people. A lot of different platforms that we're on at the moment. But don't worry if you're listening on the podcast. We are here. Um, we've just done an offside. If you just listened to the last podcast, there's an offside of your worst, of uh, probably one of the worst dates that someone could have had. They had a poo, couldn't flush it, tried to pick it up, throw it out a window, and uh, it got it got stuck, didn't it? Somewhere. Stuck in the window. Um, what was your um, dating? People probably want to know. Dating. What is a life hack life observation when it comes to dating let's see where this goes um something i've always thought is if you get often you you'll, you'll go on a date to the pub won't you for a few drinks yeah that seems to be the most obvious place to kind of wander towards and kind of socialize however that will quickly blur the lines of the reality of the chemistry you think it'll blur the lines mm. because you, you often get before you know it, you've had five six seven pints or whatever <laughs> um and then you kind of come away from the day thinking, oh yeah, it's amazing, that's really cool, that's really good. Then you'll meet again, stone cold sober, and you're back to square one. It's just yeah. a bit like, oh, this wasn't that great. And it, it, I think it's quite key to maybe go on a few non-alcoholic dates first. Straight off the bat, though? Yeah, <sighs> I, I do. In my dating days, so yeah, for those you don't know, this is a bit of insult for you, so I'm, I'm getting married in like 23 days. Yeah. If you count in. Um, the world of 
women mourning, obviously, mm-hmm. difficult for them. I, you know, I'm an empathetic guy. I understand what they they must be going through right now. It's yeah. difficult. But when I was dating, I remember like, what won't name any names, but some of the lads in our friendship group, they hadn't really had sex sober. Yeah. Because whenever they'd met a girl, it was. It was if you're going out, you're going out for a few drinks, probably because you're nervous. Yeah. Because you know, if you have three pints and then you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And overall, it was a bit cheaper and it worked better for you. I mean, you're probably right. If you've got the bravery to not get hammered, if you were going to go on a date now, because we've missed all that, we missed all the Tinder stuff. Uh-huh. I'd be interested to know what Tinder tactics people have. If you were on Tinder now, what would your tactics be? If I was on Tinder now, what tactics be? I mean, Tinder's built generally. They're around for that kind of in and out sort of date, isn't Check it? Really? About. It's not like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, so like we say, we did miss this kind of Tinder thing, but Tinder is, I, I get the impression people on Tinder aren't generally looking for something long term. Is that right? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, when did Tinder, when was it created? When was it in use? I think it's kicked, Tinder kicked off I don't know, I guess well, it kicks off after I got together with fam, so it must have been about 2013, 14. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a different world, it's a different world, isn't it? Like yeah. You would, because the only way you'd be meeting people is on a night out, mm. generally. I don't think you were like, anyone was like Facebook dating, there's a lot more of a stigma to it. Now, it's like, it's absolutely par for the course. Mm. And it's fine, there's different, like, there's things like Bumble, which is one where the, the girls get involved a bit more. Um, but yeah I don't know what you can imagine lads numbers going through the roof couldn't you yeah I, I just think it's I, I, I've i never used it I don't really know how I would use it I, I get the impression yeah it's the sort of thing you do when you're not looking for a relationship properly it, I think what, yeah, what I've had a bit of fun with uh, Bear our mate Bear who's um, he's on those he's single if, yeah, if anyone wants to know just get, yeah, hit us up at GT4 there's, no, there's no girls watching this no true <laughs> um <laughs> And what I quite like is you, you, you get five pictures you got so and you've got to kind of get yourself across in those five pictures. Mm-hmm. So what five pictures would you would you go with? Do you go for? You I'd want What would you be looking I'd want, to show off? I'd want one at a one gig. One at the neck. One at a gig. One at what what gig with your eyes closed no, just in the moment just one at a gig it. having a, a good time. Hold, hold one, your phone up. One on your phone up filming the gig. Is that what you do? No, no that. One when I was in a band definitely I found the best one there because I think that's quite a cool angle. Um, one with football into sport one stroking at a dog he's sporty he's sporty he's, he's, I'll, okay, I'll be the girl this is what the girls are thinking as they're looking at your pictures so first one's what you at a gig me at a gig oh wow he likes music yeah one but does he play does he play <laughs> oh, yeah go on oh, that was good. yeah yeah but one, anyone could go to a gig we've all been to Glastonbury bothered next one in my bands playing guitar playing guitar ooh lead I, guitar I'd probably get the Sexy one where mother. I'm singing my brief backing vocal moment which is like two seconds. So just like, oh, just like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Got a bit of a voice yeah she's got, wow, he's a singer songwriter. Nice. I yeah, have one of the football. Because it's, if nothing else, it's setting the, it's setting the yeah, things and look, yeah. this is a big part of my this life. This is who I am. So don't think you can come in and say, stop going to football because it's key. I might even have another one of the football just to ram that. <laughs> really? <laughs> one in a away game as well. Like, like new, yeah. When, like when I went to Valencia away because I thought God he was a broad what, Stone what, Island jacket no too far no yeah so I do Wednesday I went to um, Valencia away I'd have that one because it shows I'm committed and she really knows oh he does like it 
Not, uh, not she, that she'll know where the Mestire is or what it is, but this is brilliant. So on the comments, we're starting to get a few already. Uh, hello, West Ham Fan TV. Nikki, if that's you, I love you very much, mate. And that's, uh, yeah, you can hire that pitch out. Free of charge. That's yours. Um, worst first date from Jack. I was 17, tripped to the cinema. I didn't pay for her. Was on the phone throughout the previews, planning a session for afterwards. Then had to drive. Then had her drive me there afterwards. Worst first date? Sounds, sounds like, like you're not interested, Jack. Free first date. Yeah. I still cringe. What, just bad because you were poor? Or she was on her phone the whole time? She was on her phone throughout. Don't go to the cinema. Rule one. Everyone I went to the cinema. What? Is that a date My, my, my first ever official date with my now fiancé went to the cinema. We saw Batman Returns. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What did, did you do the old yawning? No, I didn't. What did you do? I did not sort of moves. You're just like frozen watching the film. It was in gross. Sexy. It's a, it's a great film. Sexy. It's a great film. Couldn't take my eyes off. It doesn't matter who you are. No, that's, that's the that one. That's the I don't really watch that crap. No. Um... No, Thomas start. Holden one with a dog is always a winner you chuck a dog one in wouldn't you that's what I said the next oh, one right, would right. be yeah if we're still on this then the next one would be stroking a dog or a cat it's empathetic kind of. you know what my last one would be because I work for the charity sector in addictions I'd have one be sort of like going <laughs> nah. I, I'd do sort of like a a sympathetic pose looking at someone like oh I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You were rubbing someone's back. Rubbing a smackhead's back. Can't say that. Can you not? Can't say Is that. that. Rude? No, Sorry. that's rude. That's poor. Poor. Poor, poor taste. taste. Uh, yeah, so it'd be that. Okay. James Osborne's watching us as well. Is he? Uh, Ozzy, an absolute lady slayer back in his day. <laughs> he knew all the moves. Hopefully his missus isn't watching. Um, what kind of picture... Ozzy's... Ozzy's would... He's a bit more of a... More of a trendy guy, probably. If, he, if we're going back to 2000 and... Five to two thousand eight, when Ozzy was, when we went to uni with Ozzy, he'd be going waistcoat, waistcoat, yeah. normal shirt like this, um, tie over the top, really long hair, yeah, just kind of just loving life, just, just five photos of that, probably. the sweep around, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, sorry. I want to get back onto the vague agenda here. Do we have a vague agenda? Something that's been on my mind for a little while, and you said this last week that you wanted to discuss a big lifestyle change that occurred with me. I think I know what this is. I hope it is, because it, it's been cool. Right, so me and Craig have known each other since 2005, when... Yeah, it's definitely there. Definitely there. <laughs> right. And Craig... Me and Craig are from very different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Uh, sort of. Not morally, but just generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think... You're a, you're a, you know, you're a farmer's son. Mm -hmm. I'm an accountant's son. From Surrey. He's very affluent, quite posh. You're from, is that mean it's not poor where you're from? It's lovely actually, but different. Right. Okay. Salt of the earth kind of guy when I met you. Get to the point. Simple. I know what you're getting at. Right. Get on with it. And in terms of food, like at yeah, university, yeah. It was. <laughs> you, you were very simple and basic in what you did. Okay. You thought pesto was exotic. Right. Pesto's classic. Fast forward, you spent, how long have you been in London? Seven and a half years. Well, you've changed, mate, in those seven years. What you... I found out the other day, you've gone vegan. No, no. You've gone bloody vegan no, and you not. bought a kitten. What is going on? <laughs> right, first what has thing, happened to you? First thing, vegan, wrong, right? That's, that's the rumour going around. Is, is the reality of the rumour. Okay. That's what you're, change one of your pictures, you just chomping on a bit of tofu. Tofu's quite nice, actually. Anyway, <laughs> vegan, bad. wrong, uh, to a point, right, but here's what happens. Me and Vicky, we were gorging. On takeaways for for quite a while. For the best part of months, we were just a lot of takeaways, we had a lot of crap, and we thought we need to kind of we need to rein this in quickly. And we tried so many times, say, "Right, we're going to eat healthy, going to eat healthy," and we thought 
just for a laugh, let's just cut out all kind of processed stuff and just, just for a laugh. For two weeks, we'll yeah. do it to detox because we've been eating shit for ages. And then at the end of the two weeks, we kind of, we, we stopped doing it. But then we've kind of started to do a bit more where we kind of restrict the amount of kind of crap read, basically. This man would drink four litres of full fat milk with Nesquik. You, that, that number goes Did up it in every single time. Sorry, every four litres, four pints, isn't it? Four pints. Well, whatever. Well, the big one, the big one. You know what the big one is? That, right? Now, you because now, vegan, you can't have milk, can you? No. So you didn't but have I'm milk. Not, but I'm not. Are you on that almond thing, aren't you? No, no, but I'm not. This, like I say, this was a two-week thing, and you know what? I and don't know who you are. And you know what, Jay? In them two weeks, ready for this? Lost half a stone. Are you serious? Uh huh. I got the wedding coming up. I might actually get myself then. I might bring it back. But yeah, we did for two weeks. How um, it? it just, it just more How than anything, find it. More than anything, you, you, there's no choice anymore. You can't eat shit because there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. There's no takeaways. You can't eat takeaways. You can't have chocolate generally. You can't kind of. Oh, what, what? Like sweets. You you just can't. I mean, do you it. can, can't you? But you're not doing it. If you do it, so you can eat what you want, but it's within that range and that worked for you. Is that what you're saying? Well, if you're not eating dairy or eggs, tell me where you go now to kind of get um, fast food. Yeah. Okay. You can't. Me and Vicky said, let's just do it. Just see how we go for two weeks. Knowing full well, lost half a stone. Half a stone, mate. Knowing full well that at the end of this we're going to go back to normal, but it was just to kind of really put the brakes on all the crap we were eating. So what were you having for lunch? Lunch, I was literally having a four bean salad and uh, I was cooking up some pineapple. It was fine. It was plenty. Really nice, tasty. Did the job. I don't like four bean salad. Well, you'd have to find something else then, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was. It wasn't a permanent thing. It was just to kind of put the brakes on. We needed something to. It was almost a challenge. Who can do it? Can we right. do it? Two weeks, lost half a stone. What are you having for breakfast? Um, it was almond milk and just general cereal, which worked fine. That was cool. Okay, that's fine. Vicky was having like some random fancy bagel thing, but it was it was cool. We're back on it now. A bit of sushi for lunch today. Um, well, who are you? Who are you? Someone's half a stone lighter. Yeah, I might do it. You know, I've got the wedding coming. Up. I knew that because I knew that was coming, and I knew that was going to be my base concluding point. Yeah, you know, and all the shit you go, then, then, the you, then, then you go. Oh. Mate, yeah. it's easy because you can't. If you're strictly, you can't put on weight. It's impossible. Very good point here, 22 Cope. It's generally the missus that dictates what the diet is as blokes can't be asked to cook. Yeah. and that, I that, have to it. cook sometimes because just to kind of make it look like we're even on it. But she's much better at cooking than I am. It's better than me. I'm not. But it's not like a like, cooking you bloody dude, cooking you. It's not like that. Mm. It's like, she's just better at it. Yeah. But yeah. I might do it then. It's, I've got it's, a couple of weeks. More than anything, it's just frustrating because you. So how where? Uh, so exactly. what were you eating before? Oh, it's because it was the takeaways. We were just eating a lot of take. We were just eating a lot of crap. We got lazy. Right. More than anything, it was just a, a mini challenge because we knew that would restrict so much bad food. Mm. We thought, well, it wasn't necessarily the vegan that was a thing we gave a shit about. It's more that it completely. We were competing against each other to see if we could manage this thing. Right. And, it, and it worked because we really got into the swing of the challenge and we completely kind of took a foot off you can't pick you can't pick a food you can't get a random biscuit you can't get a chocolate <laughs> bar you can't go to the chippy you can't go to McDonald's you can't do anything does your dad know? yeah yeah I only said oh, we popped into this thing <laughs> I love that yeah dad are you, are you sitting down? yeah sit down I'm vegan well, you'd be fuming you? I'm not that I'm a vegan <laughs> you'll love that but yeah um, I'm, I'm a vegan so on the day that it finished we um, popped a Nando's had a bit of chicken which was nice 
but it was it was well worth doing. As much as you wanted to hammer me, part of you's thinking, hmm. Yeah, but it's just, it seems odd. It seems odd. Why? I don't know, because you're just like northern bloke. But it was just, it wasn't, again... It's spoiling it. It, it wasn't it's a... Spoiling it. It wasn't that we thought veganism was great. It was more the challenge of it that we liked and the restriction of just stop eating crap for a few weeks. Right. That was what it was. And it seemed a good little parameters to work within to help us do that. Thomas Holden, I, I work from home and do all the cooking because my wife works long hours and is too tired. She's vegetarian, so I mainly veggio, and it's great. Well, maybe I'm wrong then. I'm not, I look, this is, something, this is probably something with me. Quick to go for it, quick to apologise and say I was wrong. Mm. True? Yeah. I think maybe... Don't get me wrong, if I maybe did... Maybe I'm wrong. If I did Could you go, go for a month? It's, it's hard. If I did go full on vegan, I would expect your jaw to drop, because that won't be happening. Yeah, you like your meat, you like your it, it, It's just too hard. Yeah. It's just too hard to kind of really commit to forever. Explorer Tim says, spoiling the northern aura. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Well, if, if it helps, I'm, I'm back on meat and, and all the rest of it now. Oh, good. Oh, what relief. Hey? Jay? That's not a reason to like the video. Half a stone, mate. Gone two weeks. Yeah, mate. No effort. I like that. You've got no wedding. effort at all. You've got a wedding coming yeah, up. Yeah, I need to get on Because that. we just did it together Stat. and it was just, we didn't want to be the one that didn't complete the little challenge thing. Uh, let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about at all that make sure it doesn't involve football but something that we can probably relate to would be good mm-hmm. like I'm getting married mm-hmm. you're getting married I'm getting married roughly this time next year you're getting married in 23 days and what's quite interesting is that can we speak about the surname thing I'd rather not <laughs> okay. not for me but for, for the missus okay um how does it feel to get married? It feels... It, mate, I picked up the rings today. Moment I picked moment. up the rings. Did you? It was... A moment. Hmm. Like, because when you're getting married... So anyone who isn't getting... Uh, isn't married or hasn't got married yet... Or anyone who has got married, actually, because I think there's probably a few in the, in the comments. You kind of... You get engaged and you don't think about getting married. No. <laughs> you know, like... You just get engaged to kind of... Almost... Like it's different for different people but I think I did it because I wanted her to I, I did want to get to that point and I wanted to do it and I was fine with that but I also wanted to just I wanted to make her know that like I, that I do want to do that as well mm. and if that had taken a year or two years it was fine but I was good to go but it's like anything you kind of it's not real until there's these little moments that make it feel real Um and like, at the weekend I had like this family we had a family meal and it was like it's quite emotional because we were kind of like talking about different things because it what it feels like I'm the first out of our, our kids to get married and it feels like a proper full stop on what we've oh, not child I mean almost childhood in a weird way because even though you move out and I'm fucking I'm 31 you do, until you kind of there's like leaving school there's turning 18 there's passing your driver's license uh, driving like getting your driver's license there's leaving uni feels like a big one there's all these kind of big moments but getting married and having kids are like that's the biggest but it's always something you kind of it always looks like something in the future mm. and I walked into today I walked into a shop and picked up my wedding ring yeah and it was like it was a nice moment because 
I'm probably being a bit too honest here for the pod, but this is what I kind of wanted to do with this pod is that we can kind of talk about stuff that other blokes maybe don't want to or don't do that. But I walked in, I, I remember going there, getting the train there quickly, and I was thinking, I wonder if I'll get like a moment where I'm like, like I'm scared or, or whatever. And it didn't come. And I was like, buzzing about that. Because mm. I think you can't like, you can't decide if that moment of, you know when something's say not right for you or whatever. And I knew I was fine. I knew I love Stacey so much. So I knew it was fine. But it's human nature to get nervous about it because mm-hmm. it's, a lot, it's a lot more real when that happens. But I walked in and it was, and it was fine. And I picked him up and I was, there's no fear at all. Mm. And I, um, I'm really chuffed that that's, that's the way it is. Well, you're right because there are, as much as you propose and then you set a date, there are little moments where you think, shit, this is happening. And that's obviously a massive lease. How do you feel? Like, so Craig's getting married in a year? I'm a year behind you. Um, yeah, like I say, we, we, we've got a venue in a church, but we've not really kind of started stamping our authority on the day or anything. Like We've not, not done things that... We've not been to the venue since we looked at it. So when we go back the next time, it's like, oh, right, shit, yeah. that's where you go, actually, is it? And, and then the church, I look at that, and that's where you have to stand and stuff. So I've not really experienced any of these little... Um, stages or steps yet yeah so it's really staking that it, it is real it's happening it's mm. coming so I I don't know but it's cool I'm looking forward to doing them but wedding rings is certainly one a uh, couple of bits and pieces here because it's nice actually yeah, people getting involved and you start to learn a bit more about us I guess as people so hopefully you'll start to that helps you enjoy the podcast a little bit more um, do you watch Game of Thrones? no no uh, nice try Aaron Sharp Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Discuss how Game of Thrones has gone downhill. I haven't watched it. I need to get it. Pro- no, Erwin is crazy about it. So come back next week and we'll, we'll answer that. Thomas Holden, been married for five years. We both kept our own surname. That's a different question. <laughs> How did you get um, that on mind? Q8, Kudu, eat some meat, son. I have. Um, 22 Coke, people that played football or exercise most of their lives and eat a lot to sustain it, but then stop that form of exercise, but carry on eating the same amount and slowing 
slowly the weight creeps on. That's definitely uh, that's definitely something. Has that happened to you, twenty two cope? With me, my like, I've been uh, well. I remember Bear saying that um, they've been waiting for me to explode for like twenty like fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, because I've looked like round faced and chubby funsters. You call me yeah, yeah. Um, for a long time. Um, but sport, I think, has always kind of saved me mm. from getting like proper fat. Yeah. Because I do like my food and it is difficult. That's I, what I found with the weddings. I'm trying to like cut down the amount of eating and it's really difficult. Yeah. Really, really, really difficult. Um, yeah. Uh, Aaron Sharp, James, it is ca- it's a kind of full stop as your family is changing. You had your childhood family. Now you and your wife uh, are your new family. God, it's quite deep, this this experiment we're doing. For those that are commenting now, are you guys fans of the, the football podcast we do? Have you just stumbled across this? Apologies if you're looking at the title seeing Arsenal, <laughs> and uh, we might have to make a, a bit more of a general uh, title for it from we now. Can on. Maybe cut two, couldn't we? Uh, I don't think you can when it's live. No, we could stop and go again. Yeah, know. yeah, we could. But maybe we'll do that next time. Uh, Twenty to go. But I went from fifteen stone to twenty-one in three years. Wow! Wow! Do you know what you'd need to do, Craig? <laughs> what happened there? Vegan it up. That's half a stone now. Uh. I was the opposite, James. People started saying I was 25 when I was 14. All oh, right, yeah, I look young. Follow James from Ball Street. Good work on all fronts, lads. Cheers, 20 Cope. It's good. Um, any um, other observations? Is this like a real, about? like, observations of what? Marriage or just general stuff? General stuff. Got a cat. You got a cat. Got a cat. Another thing, I just always been a dog man. Me? You have. The yeah. thing is, but there's no way you can get a dog in our flat in London. It's just, it's too small. It's Are you going to get what you need from a cat? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but this is so weird. Um, 100%, because the beauty of... Another They're not pro- happy though, are they? You well, don't see the cat like. go, yeah! This is what I like. She's a little bit, she's a little bit kind of, I don't give a shit about you if, if you're here or not. I think that's quite cool. You like that, do you? Yeah, I do a little It's funny, bit. Flav said the same thing on a podcast this week I do that because kept them. You, you go home and you see it and she's all cute and lovely and stuff and you want to give it attention and she's just like mm, I'm not now and I kind of like it's quite endearing in a weird way really yeah whereas a dog would almost be too much when you've been kind of working and stuff and um, yeah it's cool so far so good it's minimal effort as well really don't need to take it for a walk don't need to take it outside to do its business food it'll come up to you if it needs a bit of attention minimal effort it's brilliant fair enough yeah. Um, here's an observation Go on. men are so petty when it comes to sport and football so I've uh, I've joined I haven't told people any Ball Street people don't get angry about this but I've um, on deadline day I made a season long loan move switch to uh, Oxshot Royals which is the Sunday League Messi team the Soccer AM have a team mm-hmm. Uh, and they filmed some of their Sunday league games and I wanted I was looking for a new Sunday league team and I know Smithy who's the presenter there and he said I'll come down and play and so I've joined them I, when Bull Street have games obviously I'm going to play, play for Bull Street mm-hmm. um, but yeah I wanted to keep playing football um, and so I've yeah I've gone, I've gone for it um, and we played we played Freestylers FC uh, yesterday so that's going to be on their channel soon and I won't say what the score is because I don't want to spoil it um, like anyone who cares there's only like 15 guys watching which we appreciate um, but it's amazing and we found it with this family cup we did this family cup thing as well but it's amazing how nice everyone is before a game of football 
but in the middle of a game of football how pathetic and juvenile people can get in the middle of a game of sport so what happened it was just like it's just a bit like this is what I mean I probably didn't want to get onto football at all but one thing you can see it on the Sunday league pitches everywhere is you can't make a tackle anymore okay and the outrage and the rolling and the diving and the, the running up to the referee it's it is a reflection of the, like the professional game, and it was at times embarrassing yesterday when I was playing this game that people got that that petty, right, and that salty about different things yeah. in the game. Um, so that was an as an observation from uh, from me this week that I think I'm okay generally in terms of like being competitive. So you but just boys, feel that, that's the one thing that boys have. They're so competitive. Do you feel like some of the, the negativity or the negative traits of modern footballish are kind of sticking about well, it's two sides of it but on a broader scale that's just lads isn't it mm-hmm. lads get lads get competitive very very competitive David Amber was saying the only time my mates would ever argue was lunchtime football yeah did you did you play yeah. lunchtime football oh yeah every day on the, the terrace it was some old battered tennis courts that just concrete like an absolute disaster when you tap into your knees that sort of thing yeah it'd always kick off would it? It always get used. Yeah, someone would get annoyed, and or, or someone would kind of nick your ball another year. Yeah, it always happened. It was. We had like a cage, and weirdly, so you know, like this corner, someone would put the ball, they'd like, kick the ball to this part of the cage, and the ball would just go, and it would wait. Everyone would wait for one person to go to get the ball. Yeah. As soon as that one person go, and that person knew what was happening. Then everyone will pile in with their knees high, trying to beat the shit out of him. It's so odd. <laughs> it's like the, the sort of um, the bundling of like lads at like teenagers as teenagers is odd. Yeah, you went to all boys all boys school. Yeah, didn't you? yeah, and that's I think a bad thing. Why? I think they kind of it really hinders like your social kind of development because I mean females are generally <laughs> quite a big part of everybody's lives. And you're saying all of a sudden in the most important years of your life you won't be able to generally see them. Do you think that held you back? Yeah, massively. And I think it had loads of people back because you can't... Honestly, I, you don't kind of start interacting until you're like 15, 16 again. I, I don't think that's true. Some lads would have left our school literally not having spoken to a girl outside of family for about best pushing a decade. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Some, some like I guess so, yeah. Squares, if you want to call them that. Do you know what I mean? So, some people that maybe didn't have certain common... They wouldn't, they wouldn't speak to a kind of a girl for the best part of a decade. That's not healthy. No. Is it? Yeah, I guess not. What no. was um, what was your first interaction with a girl? Not like sexually, chat, chat oh, was. I, I can't remember. I don't know. It's just like a mate of a mate. You know, yeah. they just, you, know, you go and hang out, whatever, and they just be, you know, the girl, I can't remember. I don't know. Probably hello. I never, the, the, the girl, so I went to like yeah I went to high school where there were, obviously there was girls and um, I think you're probably right I mean I had to, I've got two sisters as well so it kind of didn't have that's one thing I felt like I I didn't have I never had brothers mm. so I think whatever happens you'll miss unless you're unless you've got brothers and you go to another school then yeah. you're going to miss out on that a little bit but they kind of it's all those little bits that make you yeah make you who you are don't you? I undoubtedly think that single sex classes is a good thing because lads get distracted stupidly easy but I think when it comes to kind of break and lunch or certain lessons drama sport whatever that that should be mixed mm. uh, a couple of comments uh, 
what's the worst thing to happen to you in a Saturday or Sunday league game? He had a, this guy had a knife pulled out on oh, our players. My one's tame compared to that, but had a teammate need to go to hospital after being bitten, like Suarez, bottle pulled out on us. All the same bloke. He's from Croydon. <laughs> Makes sense. I've seen a game of pickup in a park and my proper in New York, proper shoes for goalpost type stuff erupts into a full-on brawl. People yelling racist abuse. Some people just escalate far too easily. We had a weird thing at our school where it was okay to be okay. It's okay to hurt each other in football. Mm. Oddly, and there's a thing called a special. I don't know if you had this at your school, but there would be different. You'd create your own language. There'd be like bits of slang that like didn't seem to like go across anyone else. A special was when you'd bit like Stone Cold Steve Austin. You'd ta- you'd hit him in the um. You'd have a pull their head down, or you'd like hit him in the stomach so they went like that, and then you bang your elbow into their back. Would you? And this and, is on a football. This is like a football. Or like any anything really, and it would. You couldn't breathe. Mm. It was just like winded like that. It was. It's. It's odd that it's in the middle of your back and it would just make you completely winded. Well, that, that's kind of football in general, isn't it? You can kind of. I always think that what Roy Keane did on Thingy Bob, um, Alfie, Alfie and Garland, yeah, that should have been. That should have been huge. That that ended his career. You couldn't do that in the street, could you? Yeah, it's and amazing it, it, you get away with stuff like that. Yeah, you don't have to go insane, to prison or whatever it is. The rules on a pitch, all of a sudden, you can technically to a point assault somebody it doesn't matter it's the only place really generally you can assault people without major criminal repercussions it's insane uh, have you ever been in a fight? you're more of a lover than a fight aren't you? yeah I'd say so no, no nothing that I'd, that was completely a big brawl or anything have you? Uh, <laughs> Hope who's one of the uh, the closest I've probably got Hope who's one of the uh, ushers at my wedding there was a there became this thing of like who's the who's the weakest in the year because oh, I, I was little and he was little and it became a thing and then there was like we all went to like one classroom we were about to fight and like I pushed him and he leant on the table and the table broke and everyone panicked and essentially that was the win for me but like it wasn't a proper fight at all it was pretty pathetic to be honest but Hope was the weakest in the year. But Hope was officially the weakest in the year. Yeah, that's, good. that's I mean, that's that's a fact. Yeah. That's there. That's done. Um, any other little observations? I don't know what else we've got, really. Um, I think we haven't planned this one that well, have we? Well, no, not really, but I think it's flow, considering there's literally no planning going into this version of the, the, the podcast, part B, or whatever it is. I think it's been done all right. Yeah, I think what we'll do from now on is a bit like Pet Hates on the other podcasts. We've always had one because it's been in our mind and you go, something happens, you go, oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. And we'll jot that down this time. To be fair, I said to you today, like, let's, why don't we do this? And you were like, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. So what'll be good is where people can kind of uh, let us know their thoughts and what they'd like us to talk about. Um, and we can kind of go from there, I think. Yeah. How long has this one been? Only about, about half an hour. Um, I'll tell you what, one more thing then. Uh, what is one thing that uh, what's one characteristic that you have that people might not know about you of me at this point in time um that's deep in it it's a lot deeper than I thought this sorry mate what are we after no that's fine the observations will come in time no that's fine um that one of my favourite hobbies in the world is my own company love it Love it. Really? Not, not, not a weird way. Just I love kind of getting home and just literally crash on the sofa and just 
doing nothing. Just doing, I mean, I'm watching telly or something. I'm not just staring into space. But I love doing that. It's Have just, you always been like that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I almost kind of look from a week straight away, right, where, when am I when am I good to go? When's nothing coming up? Has that <laughs> changed um, in the last five or ten years? Has that got better or worse? Is there um, anything about you that's changed in the last few years? Like, for me, again, with the wedding coming up, something I'm a little bit worried about, I cry so much more now. Do you? I get, it's not like I'm not bawling my eyes out. Because I'm like, I've got that, I have that teary thing where it's like, say, like, you crying is like a cup of tears. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd never just go, yeah. pour it out. It just like, I just like slightly gently tip it out. Bit, yeah. It'll like, so I can never full on cry. But I swear, since I've been with Fam, or just the last five years, I, like, I start to well up a little bit more over nothing. Over absolutely nothing. I can never full on cry. And it is frustrating. It is annoying, It is it? frustrating. Because even when I'm genuinely sad at you know, a funeral or something like that, I'm obviously sad. I just can't sometimes do it. I don't know could why. Do it getting, you could do it getting rid, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Just and flush it, it Whenever out. you briefly do it, it's quite cool. It's kind of a good little release, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, last couple of comments. Any question? One final question. So, anyone who's in the comments now, one last question. Give us a question and we'll answer it and then we'll end the, the podcast after that. Whoever is first, whatever the question is, we will answer it and that will be it for this week. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to structure, I'm going to do my content director best from Ball Street. Use those skills. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to create a structure that we can I'll bring, live and die by. I'll bring my skills. I was thinking, well. with it being about our lives a little bit more, it'll be life hacks, things like that. This week's big observation. Uh, things like that. I've got a life hack. Nice. Go on. Really simple one, this. If you've got a, um, a a partner that you frequently travel with, specifically on the trains, or even a friend that you travel with, quite a lot, don't mess about and get a two-for-one rail card. That'll save you an absolute fortune. Do it? Yeah, absolute fortune. Mm. It only costs like 30 quid, and you usually get that back in one journey, and then the rest is bonus. <laughs> the great... Good, good life hack. Right. Yeah, two for one round card phenomenal. I'll try. Here's a life hack. Um, if you want a quick fire fried egg, chuck it in the microwave. Yeah, that's good. Bloody good. And even more so, bacon is quality in the microwave. Yeah, you said that. Scrambled egg in the microwave as well works. Not too bad. Yeah. Don't put milk in scrambled eggs. Oh, I just do. butter. I, I do. No. No. Don't do it. Why not? Just try it next time. Okay. Just butter. Yeah. And the eggs. Okay. Bish bash bosh. Don't put that in the microwave. Do it properly. Right. But bacon definitely in the microwave. Because also, if you put kitchen uh, <laughs> kitchen roll on either side of it, it takes all the fat away. That's good. Or some of the fat away. Well, I don't know, the so there's a little life hack. I'm, I'm feeling there could be more that could just kind of come from nowhere now. Uh, Finn Gilmore, can we see your delicious nips? No, not today. How many, actually, how many, how many likes are we on? 17 likes. Afraid not, sorry. Once we get a bit bigger, then it's, then, then it's on the table. We can talk about it then. Um, do you know about this whole nipple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. odd, isn't I've it? I've heard. I've heard. Uh, what age were you when you realised that you wanted to be to be in a professional capacity? Is that to I don't you? Mean, I, mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. Pre- presenter in this, this. I will have to keep going. Siddy Fisher. Hello, mate. I know you comment a lot on Bullshit, so thank you for coming over to Great Touch. Hopefully you've hit that subscribe button. One question, James. How much in detail have you talked about marriage, like children and long-term stuff? What, generally on the podcast or... I'm guessing in real life, right? Yeah. Uh, we talk about everything, don't we? Yeah. To be fair. So, and we've both met our... Actually, you met Vic before me. Um, yes. Yeah. But we've kind of been on that same road, I think. 
and you know now we're both getting married at the same kind of time both proposed at the same time which maybe we can tell them about another time yeah, there's a week in between yeah um, so we do talk about that a lot we talk about me and my fiance we talk about children a lot and it yeah, when to do it, when's the right time to do it. I'm 31, so um, not getting any younger. No. Despite the Benjamin Button rumours. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we do talk about it a decent amount. Um, and I think that's important because I think then you're on the same page mm. and there's no surprises, is there? That is important because if, if one of you is dead against that forever, that, that needs to yeah, have that have that difficult chat. Sorry, you finished it on the second bit before getting engaged. <laughs> yeah, we did. We talked about it all the time. But How do you mean me and you liaise and discuss? Well, we did, and did you talk about it with uh, Vicky get, um, getting married and stuff before you did all that stuff? We talk Not about really. kids more than that, because you actually lose the mystique of when are yeah, you going to do it. Because, yeah, if you start kind of divulging about potentially getting married, you're obviously hinting that it's coming up soon, and then that ruins the surprise. And not, not with your partner, you don't. Yeah. I didn't anyway. Uh, Aaron Sharp, actually, bacon is best cooked in the oven. Just learned that a couple of years ago. So bacon is good in the oven. It's, it just gets quite greased, doesn't it? You make sure you're on a grill, and not just a tray. It's a bit messy. Um, last couple of things. Uh, 22K, obviously, once a professional footballer was out of the window and crushed your dreams. Um, I guess, I mean, talking about football, I think you're probably saying... I know when this started. Can I answer that for you? Yeah, go Can on. I yeah, yeah, tell them, tell them. I know when I feel, Jay, first of all, this could be a potential career. I think I'm right with this. Yeah. It was when we were at university, Sheffield Hallam, Sheffield's number two university, if we're honest. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Um, and there silver. Was, Nothing wrong with silver. No, silver's fine, because there's only two, but yeah, fine. Um, and there was a thing called Hallam TV, I think it was, something like that. And a mate of mine... And yours a little bit, but Dave, yeah, a mate of mine certainly. Um, he was a cameraman, I think, for Hallam TV. And they wanted somebody to randomly present the Hallam Firsts playing Sheffield University's first. And I think you'd vaguely mentioned this before. And I said, oh, my mate Jay is up for that. Yeah. Did it. I thought, yeah, this is the job for me. I enjoyed it, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, my mum, as well, has always said, like, I could always see you as a sports presenter. So did drama GCSE did well. drama GCSE actually I was good yeah I liked acting and then I hit 18 and got self-conscious and um, didn't yeah. want to do it yeah just like that man just like didn't like it felt cringeworthy I don't think I'd ever put you in the self-conscious bracket really no are you kidding me I've, if it's self-deprecating I'm fine with it because I know I'm in on the joke uh-huh. but yeah um, and yeah I then was going to be a uh, football coach uh, did sport development uh, with coaching at uni and then at the end of that I realised I wanted to do something more creative and that's why I do this um, my glasses are prescribed by the way thank you um, yeah got them from Hong Kong um, right so that is it I feel bad on the last little thing is it just like coming in oh no there's only stylish guy that's fine stylish guy I thought we ignoring some comments um, okay so that was it that was um, something new for us, something I think I've certainly enjoyed, so I what think we should I, what, try and do it. What I want to know is, obviously, for those that have been right from the start of us now, we had the first half was football, the second half was definitely not football. Did it work? Did Were we boring? The second half was it interesting? Do you want to know more random crap that we've got to reveal or speak about? Because let us know, because if it is rubbish, we'll knock it on the head. <laughs> or probably not I want to do it if I it is good we'll, we'll, yeah obviously if it is good we'll continue with it obviously but we need to see what people are thinking I'm keen to know so yeah let us know uh, that won't be in the live chat so obviously let us know uh, underneath the, the video or on Twitter and uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes uh, at, it's great touch for a big lad subscribe and leave a review because that helps us get in front of more people uh, who are like minded if you are like minded thank you for watching and we hope you enjoyed it and listening sorry as well and that's about it, man. That is it. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.